Coming up on episode 33 of the Keto Camp Podcast, we have the wellness explorer herself, Naomi Whittle. I was so passionate about autophagy, auto self, phagy to eat because it connected with what I had been doing intuitively. And I learned you can activate it through exercise. You can activate it through, you know, sleeping within your circadian rhythm. You can activate it through all these different foods. You can activate it through really, truly a mindset. Uh, specific type of mindset that can activate it and we all have it you know this in our own universe we have so many miraculous systems and it's for free and all you have to do is just know like how to work with your own body i'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate one billion people I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey there, welcome back to the Keto Camp podcast, or if this is your first time, Welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. If you are looking for keto, fasting, performance, and longevity tips, you are in the right spot. On today's episode, we have an amazing human being, Naomi Whittle, who has been called the Wellness Explorer, and my nickname for her is the Autophagy Queen. On this episode, we deep dive into fats, good fats versus bad fats, and how fats are healing, what it does to the body at a cellular level, what it does for inflammation. We discuss fats in depth. We also talk about this buzzword in the keto and fasting space called autophagy. Autophagy is a super powerful process in the human body. And if you want to anti-age, which I call the Benjamin Button effect, you gotta understand autophagy. And she's gonna go over how to activate it, not just with fasting, but specific ingredients that she's traveled all across the world and discovered it activates this process called autophagy. So if you wanna have glowing skin, if you wanna have mental clarity, if you wanna have a reduction in inflammation and body fat just melting off, then this is the podcast for you because you're gonna learn all about that and so much more. Naomi is gonna start off with her story, which is so powerful and the things she had to deal with, the skin issues she had to deal with and what she did to overcome that. And she's gonna share what she's working on these days. Before I bring Naomi on to the podcast, I wanna let you know that she is airing an incredible docu-series called The Real Skinny on Fat. And if you wanna really dig deep into keto and fasting and the science behind it, this documentary is probably the best documentary, most comprehensive documentary I have ever seen in my life. As a matter of fact, so many Keto Camp YouTube videos have spawned from me watching these interviews. You have amazing people who come on this docu-series like Ben Greenfield, Dr. Dan Pompa, Mark Sisson, and so many others. And the cool thing about this, she actually traveled to each individual person and interviewed them, and she put it together in an amazing docu-series called The Real Skinny on Fat. Now, we worked out an agreement for Keto Camp listeners to get this screening for free. If you're listening to this on time, I want you to head to the notes of this podcast, there's gonna be a link that says the Real Skinny on Fat free screening. Click that link and you could get free access to all these speakers and I highly endorse it, highly recommend it. Like I said, it was probably one of the best documentaries I've ever seen in my entire life. So go check that out after you finish this episode. This specific episode was brought to you by Purity Coffee Beans. I am a coffee snob myself, which I believe you should be too because coffee is the most sprayed crop in the world. Pesticides, herbicides, and a whole bunch of crap that open up your tight junctions and cause leaky gut, which lead to inflammation and autoimmune diseases. I mean, we just went on and on about autoimmune diseases in a, a few episodes ago, episode 30 with Dr. Nick Jensen and Dr. David Wardy. 
the problem is rampant when it comes to autoimmune diseases. The point of me sharing this is that coffee is loaded with it, or I should say most coffee is loaded with pesticides, which cause these issues. Purity coffee does things the right way. They are the highest quality coffee beans I've ever come across in my entire life. So highest antioxidants, mold-free, they taste delicious. It's a great way to give your body some antioxidants first thing in the morning. I add some grass-fed ghee and some MCT oil and a little bit of some sea salt, and that's my morning breakfast. So if you want to get your hands, if you want to get a bag of these Purity Coffee Beans delivered to your door on a monthly basis like I do, head over to www.ketocampcoffee.com and claim your bag of beans. I want you to screenshot this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast and post it on your Instagram story or Instagram profile and tag me in it so I can share it on my story. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi, T-H-E-B-E-N-A-Z-A-D-I. I'll put that in the notes as well. Check out the notes of this podcast. Let's get into this episode with the autophagy queen, Naomi Whittle. Naomi Widow is widely recognized as the one to watch in the wellness from within space. Named by Prevention, the nation's leading female innovator in the natural products industry, Naomi is hailed as a trailblazer and an advocate of purity and potency in nutraceuticals. Naomi continues to deliver on her promise to help millions thrive with award-winning supplements they know will truly help them. A premier wellness partner for QVC, Naomi has also been recognized as one of the leading innovators in the natural products industry by Whole Foods Magazine and their exclusive Who's Who of manufacturers and suppliers. Her story and products have been lauded by the Wall Street Journal, Vogue, Elle, Harper's Bazaar, ABC News, PBS, InStyle, The View, The Doctors, Dr. Oz, Shape, Access Hollywood, Natural Solutions, Good Morning America, Today Show, and more. Whew, that's quite the list. She is a steward of sustainability, a sought-after keynote speaker, and a member of the UN Chamber of Commerce Foundation. Naomi lives in Boca Raton, Florida, with her husband and their four children. Let's bring on Naomi Whittle. Naomi Whittle, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. I am so so pumped to be here with you. And I love that I can see Keto Camp behind you. I feel the same way about Keto. I feel like it's literally going to a fun summer camp every day when I get all of these surprises. I've been doing Keto for about two years now. And every day I marvel at the benefits that affect my body. Yes, it's it's amazing, isn't it? And it's exploding. And we're going to talk all about the good fats and all the cool things that you're up to. But before we get all to, up to all that, I want to hear your story. I want you to share your powerful story of growing up and what you had to go through and what got you, what led you to what you're doing now into this world. Could Could you share that? Sure. It's an unusual story. So I was born in Switzerland on a biodynamic farm. So biodynamics are like organic, but but that next level. And my father's a chemist and my mother as an artist, they were the most incredible people at, even before I was born, they were working on my health and my nutrition. And I was born with autoimmune disorders. So I had eczema that would cover my body from the time I was a little girl. And it was um, something that really sort of shaped who I became because while I was curious and I wanted to connect with lots of people, I had so much shame about the way that I looked physically that I slowly and surely started to sort of pull back. And so I would always wear clothing, you know, that would come all the way up to my hands. I do strength and conditioning uh, training and I was, uh, I fell a week and a half ago, like while I was sprinting, and um, this is I see that, yeah, a bit of an expression of it. Here's the other part. Wait, hold on. Right there. Wow, you were putting in work. So, are, you just fell doing a workout? Um, half my body. So I was sprinting before I started working out, and um, this is. I'll send you a photo of what it looked like less than two weeks ago. Wow. But I've been using. I, I drink tons of you know bone broth. I take tons of collagen, keratin, all the important proteins that really help us heal quickly, ceramides, all that good stuff, all the good fat. So as a little girl, I would truly, I'd cover my body like up to here. 
and you would still see the eczema <clears throat> like on my neck and on my hands. And I was so ashamed and I felt like, you know, just an outsider. And so I started to try everything that my parents gave me and my grandmother's a herbalist and, you know, we made our own tinctures and I used a lot of comfrey and chamomile and so many different anti-inflammatory foods. I never ate any of the nightshades and we worked on my health really from the time I was born. And uh, when I was in my early twenties, I went to a Chinese medical doctor who put me on a whole regimen of Chinese herbs and acupuncture. And what it did is it helped my body to remove the, the stagnation that was happening within my blood, my inability to detoxify the buildup of you know, so many of these inflammatories because my whole detox pathways were not like functioning optimally. And so these Chinese herbs helped me to release so much of that eczema, like 95% of that fire that was going on in my body, I was able to, it would come out of my skin. And so my skin would get much worse. In my 20s, there would be some days I'd wake up and it would just be bleeding and pussing and it would look so bad. Wow. And then four or five days later, it would start to calm down. So it was like this peeling back of the onion that we, that we know about as we're going through a healing journey. And if I fast forward to when I was um, getting ready to have our child, I went to my integrative medical doctor, um, Dr. Erickson, and he did a variety of different blood tests and urine tests just to sort of see what my overall health was like. And he came back to me and he said, you have very high levels of you know, cadmium, mercury, all of these different heavy metals. And we were trying to figure out like, where they came from. And he actually traced them back to those Chinese herbs. And it was this like defining moment in my life because I figured, how could I be so foolish to have poisoned my own body with something that I truly believed was healing? And why did I not know better? And I made a, a decision for myself. I was like, I have to, for the rest of my life, know where things come from. I have to know the soil. I have to know the whole chain of how it gets into my hand, into that of my families, into that of you know the people that I, that I would say, you should be taking this vitamin C or this berberin or whatever, or the collagen, right? That is so popular today. It was 15 years ago that I was in Southeast Asia and I looked around and all of the women, all of the gorgeous skin, all of the beautiful um, lives that these Asian women were living was filled with like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 grams of collagen every single day. You know, they were eating the chicken's feet, they were donkey hide broth, all the bone broths, and they were taking collagen supplements 15 years ago. So I thought, oh, I need to share this here in the US market, but I can't source my collagen from China. I can't source it from Asia. And so that's really my journey. It's a journey of getting poisoned by what also helped to heal me. And my big learning from that was, hey, I have to go through each step in order to know what it is that is going into my mouth. And look, it's not easy, right? That's just one small part of the lives we lead. And it's a very challenging time to you know, nourish our bodies, feel good, have the energy. And I think, you know, keto camp is just, it's sort of like the 80-20 principle. 80% of what we can do for our health and well-being can really be through the fuel that we choose to use. Yeah, what a powerful story. And I, I love that 80-20 principle. I agree with that. Your story is great. And selfishly, I'm glad you went through it. I don't like that you had to suffer, but I'm glad you went through it because now the work that you're doing, it stemmed from that pain and you have your purpose. And all the things you're doing today in this world are amazing. And it's because of the, what you went through. So you have high integrity with everything you do. And I'm starting to put the pieces together. And, and I, I, you, what you shared was that you want to know what the source is. Where is it coming from before you put it into your body, before you recommend it to somebody? And that's high integrity. And I could see how that relates to all the things you do, like your documentary, which we'll talk about. So we know that detoxification is very important. Heavy metals cause a lot of disruption. Autoimmune is, is rampant. 
When did you start getting into the work of autophagy, this amazing word called autophagy? I have a nickname for you, by the way. I call you the autophagy queen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That made my day. <laughs> <laughs> I always refer to you as, oh, do you know Naomi Whittle? She is the autophagy queen. Because you were talking about it before it was in vogue. Now it's kind of in vogue if you're in the fasting space. But talk about autophagy. How did you get into this uh, space? So one of the advantages I have in my personal life, because I'm so incredibly curious and I travel to all of these different parts of the world, I have the privilege of seeing things that will become a trend in the US, you know, many, many, many years ahead of time. So it was five years before the Nobel Prize in medicine was won in 2016 for autophagy that I was starting to get into it. And my goodness, nobody knew that word. Like, 95% of the physicians of the PhDs in the world hadn't heard of this or they didn't understand it. I mean, it was like a really, really shocking thing. But I got into it intuitively. So as I was growing up with my autoimmune disorders, I recognized that I had to either be building or eliminating and removing. So I've been drinking green juices. My parents fed them to me when I was a year, two years old. You know, I have four children. All of my kids drink them every single day. It's just part of what we do in our household. And they started with their, you know, their little glass sippy cups at a tiny baby age and, and their bodies crave it. So I always drank green juices because, well, there are so many nutrients, but also because I knew that it was helping me to sort of eliminate my toxic load. I couldn't figure out what was going on, but I knew that I was helping my cells to remove the junk. And so I lived that way. And then I was in Italy, in Calabria, Italy, with a brilliant researcher, Dr. Elizabeth Janda. I was over there because there's a fruit called the citrus bergamot fruit. And this fruit has been clinically studied to help improve your HDL and lower your LDL. And it's natural. And it only grows in this very small region of Italy where it's like it's very sandy and the ocean sort of meets these beautiful mountains. It's dramatic. It's gorgeous. It's so unbelievable. And they grow the citrus bergamot fruit. And then this fruit has the power to like really transform cholesterol profiles support cardiovascular health, improve blood sugar levels. It's, it's a very, very special fruit. And the reason it's got all of these properties is the citrus bergamot has very high levels of flavonoids and flavanols, so, you know, in the polyphenol antioxidant family. And I was sitting at this long table. We were having, this was before I knew about keto. So I was having this amazing, um, what was it? It was black squid pasta. and all of these dishes, all of this amazing Italian food. And there were about 15 of us at this, at this table. It was lunchtime. A lot of the researchers around the citrus bergamot fruit, I had my father, my, my father lives in England. I had him and his wife there and he loves to take these trips with me. And so I called him literally like two days before I got there. I'm like, Hey, do you want to come over to Italy? And you know, Europe is so small. So he was there with me and I was sitting next to Dr. Janda, and she said, did you know that citrus bergamot, we've been researching it as it relates to the activation of autophagy? I'm like, well, tell me about this autophagy. And she had been doing research, and she showed that when people were consuming certain ingredients, it was creating the activation of the autophagy, like within the liver cells throughout the body, and it was really, really having a huge impact on the health. So people who had like non-alcoholic fatty liver were taking the citrus bergamot. It was activating the autophagy and it was transforming their health. So I flipped out. I actually fell over on my chair. <laughs> but I said to myself that day, like I have to figure out everything about this word that I can't pronounce. Like I couldn't <laughs> do it. So I flew home. I got with my team and I'm like, we're going to figure this out. And I was so passionate about autophagy, auto, self, phagy to eat, because it connected with what I had been doing intuitively. And I learned you can 
activate it through exercise. You can activate it through, you know, sleeping within your circadian rhythm. You can activate it through all these different foods. You can activate it through really, truly a mindset, a specific type of mindset that can activate it. And we all have it. You know, this in our own universe, we have so many miraculous systems and it's for free. And all you have to do is just know like how to work with your own body. So that's what got me into it all those years ago. And then I, and then I wrote my book, uh, Glow 15 on it. And um, I wrote the book in, I guess it was 2014, 2015. And then three weeks before I was going to meet with my publishers to see who I would work with, the Nobel Prize in Medicine was awarded to um, Yosunori Osumi, who's a Japanese biologist who um, did such great work on it. So it's been an incredible journey. And people love it. People love the word. Everyone said, you can't use that word in your book. No one's going to be able to go there. And I think I'm in love with autophagy. And I think, you know, hundreds of thousands of other people are now too. Yeah, I love it too. Autophagy is a powerful, and it's free. Like you said, it, it could be activated through sleep, through fasting, through exercise, which don't cost any money. I love that you wrote about it even before it was popular. You started investigating what this word is before you could even pronounce it. Uh, we're very similar in the sense that when you get excited about something, it sounds like you become obsessive in a way to learn about it. And I'm very much the same way. And I totally relate to that. It's a Re good way to be. Yes. Recently, you actually flew out to Japan to meet with this researcher, correct? Yes, I was incredibly honored. So he won the Nobel Prize and he, there, were, there are no videos. Like we went back seven years. We, he has no one-on-one -on -one videos. And last year, my dream for the year was, my dream had been since I wrote the book, my dream was to interview him. And we had tried and they're very, he was, his office was very polite. You know, he's, he's extremely busy and we're so sorry. But on the 18th of December in 2018, I had the privilege of being able to interview him on camera. And, you know, here's an individual who will change and has already, you know, impacted millions and millions of people's lives. One of the most kind and humble people. The interview that I did with him is up on my YouTube channel. So for anyone that wants to watch it, we, we ended up putting subtitles because it's a little bit difficult to understand him. But I cried tears of just such admiration after, after that interview because he's so humble and he is a total contrarian. He's almost like an entrepreneur at his heart. And that's a message that I would love to share, you know, with anyone that's watching this right now, here's a man, he was malnourished as a child. His mother had tuberculosis. He dreamt of being a scientist. All the scientists that were around were in the field of chemistry. There was a new science of biology. And he said, well, I've got to do something that's different than what everyone else is doing. I have to find a way to do something that's unique to me. Otherwise, I'm going to just it's not, my life won't work. And having experienced that kind of trauma as a child, he decided, okay, I'm going to go into biology. And then he decided, I'm going to study autophagy. And it took several years for that first study to come out. And if you fast forward to 2016, when, you know, he won the Nobel Prize, there were over 7,000 studies done that year. And now it's much more, you know, he created a whole body of, of work and research and transformation. But every time he was at that fork in the road, just like we are with keto, right? Keto makes us question everything we know about nutrition, everything we may have believed, everything that our mother may have taught us, everything we've learned in school, all of that. And it takes years to like deprogram the mind. And, you know, for me, it's taken years to let go of my physical addiction, or I would say my psychological addiction to sugar. Um, so he was at this crossroads and he said, I'm going to do everything different, contrarian, and I'm just going to trust. And that's why he is the human being that he is. 
That's amazing. I didn't know that about him. And I'm going to put the link for that interview you did with him in the notes and also your book. Let's get back to that. Glow 15. Amazing book. A lot of these tips on autophagy and many, many more things. Good fats. A lot of the keto references in there. When it comes to autophagy, how does that relate to skin health? To looking better, looking younger. How does that relate? So in my book, I dedicate the book to my mother, I dedicate it to my daughter, and I dedicate it to all the Latina beauties that are out there because I truly believe, as I know you do, that that Latin women are able to exhibit beauty on the outside of their body that's coming from the inside. So it's, it's where outside meets inside. And I think that the Latin beauties, the Brazilian beauties can really help to sort of lead um, a lot of the health that comes with being our most beautiful selves, as specifically as women. So the skin to me and autophagy, we actually worked with a dermatologist, um, the only dermatologist that we could find in the whole world, Dr. Richard Wang. And um, he did research on how to activate autophagy in the skin. And I brought him hundreds of ingredients. And he chose five. And when you combine these five, it's, it's things like the citrus bergamot, um, polyphenols like resveratrol, um, there's white asparagus, green coffee bean ingredients, ceramides. And when you put the, this combination, we actually um, made a skincare line based on it. And it's called our cellular rejuvenation complex. I, I might even have some of it here. So this is like one of, one of the products, but when you this is the cleanser. All of the products, all of the ranges, this is the Renew range. It's called OMI, Outside Meets Inside Skin Nutrition. But when you put this on your skin, it's activating the autophagy immediately. And when your skin can breathe and it can detoxify, it basically brings the youth back in because the cell can behave like it did when it was younger. And that's how it works together. And it works, you know, autophagy is activated by fasting, it's activated by keto. You know, we talk about that a lot. Um, it's just, it's a really fascinating process. It affects all of the different um, organs in our body. Yeah, it's powerful. So would you say that looking at somebody's skin, you could kind of get a fair assessment of their inside health? I think so. I mean, I think so. For me, I could never put things on my skin my skin always had to be about what I was doing on the inside because of my, you know, autoimmune conditions. So I learned very quickly that, yeah, what you're doing inside has, this is just a mirror of what's going on inside a lot of the time. And you could have, you know, men and women have very different skin. We have very different collagen fibers that support our skin. Like a woman has parallel collagen fibers and a man has little X's. We have parallels so that we can stretch and so that we can be pregnant. But what happens as we age is that becomes, you know, more and more of an issue. So once our hormones start to really change in our mid forties, where we're really experiencing the transformation of all of our hormones declining, um, and we're going into that stage of menopause, on average, it's about 51 years old for a woman. Um, the collagen drops 30% during those like five years. It sort of follows the same pathway as estrogen. And so our skin at 51 years old as a woman may look five or 10 years older than our partners, just because we have different fibers. So I think, you know, for women, it is always a reflection, but there's so much that we have to do. We're so complex with the way that the hormones are affecting us. We have to um, really like become super smart about autophagy and how to activate it. Like we don't have as much room as men do, um, and so you know, I think yeah, the skin is a reflection of what's going on inside. Yeah, that's super interesting about the fibers. I had no idea about that. And it makes sense. It does make sense because of pregnancy, you want to be more flexible, more elastic. And so if you're a woman listening to this, this is really important information for you. But if you're a guy like me, this is also relevant to me. It's relevant to any human being. What are three anti-aging tips that you can provide that are from your book, Glow 15, that uh, the listeners could take with and uh, start anti-aging themselves? 
Oh my goodness. Well, I think the number one anti-aging tip is learning how to activate the cellular autophagy, the cellular youth, because number one is being able to be a good detoxer, right? And I know you do a lot, a lot of work around detox, but if, if, if you can sweat, if you can detox, that is the number one anti-aging tip. So you can remove those toxins. Love I would it. say a second um, anti-aging tip is tapping into your own circadian rhythm. So knowing what is a sleep cycle for you. And if it's using a device that you have beside your bed, checking your heart rate when you wake up in the morning, really, really dialing in to your own rhythms provides so much anti-aging benefits. So sleep and circadian rhythm is, is my second one. And the third anti-aging tip from my mindset is teaching your body to utilize good stress. So if it's, if it's exercising, whatever creates good stress in your body, because autophagy loves stress, autophagy loves good stress, and that has a massive anti-aging effect. So good stress and, you know, the relationship between chronic and good stress, that's a whole, like, I'm coming out with my second book this coming February, and that book's around our whole body metabolism. But the next book I'm going to do definitely has to do with the parasympathetic nervous system and, and you know, all of the cannabinoids that um, can really activate our endocannabinoid system. Like it's always about systems to me, but as an anti-aging tool, learning how to use good stress to sort of flood your body is something that's so incredibly powerful. It is. That's exciting about your book in February. I didn't know about that. Um, do you have a title for it yet? The publishers do. I don't think it's quite out. It's a, it's okay. about it's about to come out. It's got to do with keto. It's got to do with fiber as well, which is not a super sexy word, but really, really interesting in its relationship with keto. And um, I did a clinical study for this book, just like I did with Glow 15. We always do a study um, at a university with what it is that we're putting out there. Of course you did. You, you always go the extra mile. I was, we were talking off air about that. And let's talk about your documentary, The Skinny on Fat. Off air, I told you that it was, it was probably the best documentary that I've ever seen in my life. Honestly, I, I went through every single presentation interview that you did, and I was so impressed with it, your, your co-host Montel, and also you interviewed them in person. I think every single person was in, in person, correct? Every single interview was in person. So could you talk about your documentary and some of the challenges you had with it, and what was your biggest takeaway from that documentary? So The Real Skinny on Fat, I interviewed over 80 experts, and it was the most transformational experience I've had in my personal life because to have access to all of these leading minds, you know, from Thomas Seyfried, you know, even people like Drew Manning, who, who has made it his own personal coaching experience. I interviewed um, so many researchers within the keto world Dominic D'Agostino. I mean, the, I consider him like the king of keto. And yeah, um, Dr. Pompa, Mark Sisson, amazing people. All of them. Yeah, Dr. Pompa. That was, and he did a whole, I mean, it was so kind what he did. He put together a whole overview of really how to detox and how to, you know, make your cell healthy. And he's just phenomenal. Sisson was unbelievable. Like these individuals, Mary Newport, I mean, it just, Dr. Mary Newport, the work that she did discovering how coconut oil and MCT could transform her husband who had Alzheimer's, his health. I mean, her story to me was just mind-blowing. And Dr. Joseph Maroon, I mean, these people have spent 20, 30, 40, 50 years of their life dedicated to this kind of work. And to be able to sit with them for an hour, two hours, and have the privilege of being able to pick their brain and then share it with millions of people. Dr. Oz was so impressed by it. He did a whole uh, show around keto and he showed parts of the documentary. Um, it was an incredible privilege. And I would say some of the key points that I got to take out of it 
is that we definitely want to be burning fat as our core fuel. Number one, hands down. There are about 20 to 25% of the population that can utilize carbohydrates effectively, but the 75% of us that can't, it's just better to not bother, right? And that there are many tiny little nuances around becoming a body fat burner, learning how to optimize your production of ketones, utilize those ketones most effectively, understanding, you know, when we're making such a life change, the nuances of what ratios of the different electrolytes that we need, you know, where are we really getting these fats from? For example, you know, I've gone through so many different experiences on keto, but there was a time when I was traveling so much, I was eating a lot of nuts. And nuts are not the best way to get your fats. They're not the cleanest fuel and they can be challenging. And for somebody like me, I'm gluten-free. Unless you are obsessive about where those nuts are grown and produced, a lot of times they're produced in a, a facility that also produces wheat. So you're right. cross-contaminating. So there's like all these little things, but I learned from these researchers that we have the power to totally give our bodies exactly what they need. And it's not as complicated as we would imagine. And it's a revolution. It's a movement that we are experiencing and it's being led in the whole world will be led by what we're doing here in the U.S. with this, you know, high fat, body fat burning process that we're learning about and that we're leading. I mean, other parts of the world, it's, it's not something that, you know, it's just like they're starting to hear about it, but we really can lead a revolution. Absolutely. It is a revolution. And that documentary, I tell you what, I have, I think I have a note section on my phone where I just have all these golden nuggets that I got from it. I want to go back and actually rewatch it because I loved it so much. And I'm going to put a link for it in the notes for you guys to go ahead and, and get that documentary. Think about it. 80 experts in the field of health and you get probably over 100,000 worth of hours in, in this documentary. And it's like collapsing time. You're standing on the shoulders of giants. You're getting all these nuggets. And if you just implement just a few things that, that really resonate with you, it's going to change your life. It's going to be the revolution, that that ripple effect that goes to the rest of the world. So I'm really excited for a lot of people to get into that documentary as well. And it's for free. You know, that's what makes me so happy. Like we air it for free. And all of those researchers gave their time for free. It's just when there's a common feeling and, and the people that watch it share this information, right? So it has this whole effect. It, it's, it's just the coolest thing to see how we as humans have the capacity and the capability to really heal each other. My favorite thing about what you just said is it's going to cut through all the noise. <laughs> Let's face it. We, we watch mainstream media. We watch what a lot of even conventional doctors and, and nutritionists are teaching. It's really backward. It's, it's backward to what's actually going to help us get healthy. So what this is going to do is cut through all that noise in the nutrition space. It's enough noise to make somebody's head spin. You go on Dr. Google and you type in, what is the keto diet or what are healthy fats? And you're going to get page after page after page. And just, you're just going to be so conflicted. So this is curated for you to change your life. And, and I'm really excited about it. Out of the 80 interviews you did, out of the whole documentary, <laughs> I'm not going to ask you who was your favorite. Don't worry about that. But I, I do want to know what was the challenges that you had and how did you persevere through that? Because I can't even imagine what it took to get that done. I'm so, uh, so much respect. So what were some of the challenges? Okay. I don't think I had ever done, I had ever interviewed anyone before I did that docu-series. And I really? started off, I had the privilege of interviewing Dr. Jeff Bland. He is the father of integrative medicine, total absolute genius. And I am... I love him. I admire him. I did so much research before that first interview and I've admired him for so long. And so it was a very comfortable setting for my first interview. And then what happened is I just like grabbed on and went for the ride and just allowed myself to stay very curious. I had a great team of people that I got to work with 
I did it, like I said, over the course of about three months. And I did it on the weekends because I had a full-time job. I had sold my company about three years before and I had sold it to TwinLab, um, which is about a 50-year-old company. It was a, it's a public company and it had a lot of work. So I was doing all of that work, running this company, manufacturing facility, hundreds of employees. And I was doing this on the weekends and at night. And I had so much energy from the experience. Now, I was keto the whole time. I got all of the sleep that I needed, you know, like 90% of the time. I'm very experienced in what I call bio-optimization, in, in truly optimizing my own biology. And I just was like beyond hardcore. It just consumed me. But the message is, if I could do it, someone else can do it. And lots of people do do it. And whatever it is that you're most passionate about, to be able to have access to that kind of research is just like beyond. I love it. Yeah, become obsessed and just take action, right? That's what you did. I didn't know that you, you hadn't interviewed a lot of people before that. And I could not tell. I could not tell. I thought you were a seasoned vet. I have a, a question for you. This is kind of a, I wouldn't say a curveball, but it's just the opposite direction of what we've been, we've been talking about so far. You were on Dr. Oz, correct? Yes. Yeah, you were on Dr. Oz. You were on Tom Bilio's show. You were on a lot of these, these major shows that are amazing because you're getting this information out there. I know that there has to be some sort of self-limiting beliefs, right? When you show up and you're on stage, how do you deal with those, those thoughts that come in saying, whatever it is, you're not good enough or you shouldn't be here? Like, how do you, is there anything that you do to deal with that? Yeah, so for me, I started working on my belief system when I was like 12 years old because of the eczema, right? Because we have on average about 60,000 thoughts on average in a day. And I learned through listening to like nighttime guided meditations, affirmations, like at a very, very young age that I could just change the way I felt. You see, I suffer from anxiety. There's a lot of depression in my family. So I've always known that this organ, my brain, I have to baby, I have to nurture, like I have to give it its favorite food. I have to give it its, its sleep. You know, our brain cleanses itself while we're sleeping. It's like a, like a brainwash, you know, it's yeah. like going through the car wash. And so I knew at a very, very young age that this was controlling everything and it also consumes most of our calories, right? Like it's, it's got to have this special care. Um, my grandmother died of brain cancer. So it's like, I have a lot of concern about what's going on up here. And so with the 60,000 thoughts, I knew at a young age that I could get away from the anxiety. I knew that I could get away from the ruminating negative thoughts if I could work with my subconscious mind. So while I was sleeping every night, I would be listening, listening, listening to meditations because it was the only way I could survive. And I never have shared this story. Like this is very, very um, personal, but... I started with all of that meditation, guided meditation. I do that to this day. When I start to hear the negative thoughts, I recognize, okay, there's an imbalance right now that's going on. So I'll use affirmations. If you have a headset and you go for a 30 or 40 minute walk and you put in 1500 affirmations, you're starting to change that ratio of negative to positive. Another thing that's really powerful is neuro-linguistic programming. It's always about the subconscious, right? Because the subconscious is controlling everything and it just needs to be told what to do. So many years ago with my nutritional company, I, was, I went and I met with QVC and I brought a beautiful, wonderful um, dietitian to be our on-air talent. And they said, no, no, you have to go on air. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Like, I'm an explorer. I travel around the world. I find ingredients. Like, I have a family. I have no interest in getting in front of the camera. I said, no, if, if, if you want to help share your products with, you know, 
they have like nine, 10 million customers, 120 million households sees QVC. You have to be on air. And just thinking about it made me want to faint. <laughs> but I learned the neuro-linguistic programming so I could literally, my brain was connected. So when I would do this, that was my anchor and that would shift my mindset and I could go out there and I could share and I could be open-hearted and it could be about the person that was listening to me. And I stepped outside of myself and into what I was doing. And that's how I do it. That's amazing. I, I didn't know that. And it's so powerful what you just shared. The subconscious mind is everything. I, I study uh, Bob Proctor a lot and I studied Wayne Dyer, although he's passed. And I, similar to me, I have all these affirmations. I have a, a card in my pocket that affirms, you know, what I'm doing. And I just keep that in front of me. And I like the way you describe it, you know, have that healthy ratio, that balance, because when you have an unhealthy balance of negative, then you're going to, it's going to result in the results that you're getting. It's, in, it's going to show in your life. So amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I, I didn't know anything about that, your story. So thank you. It's my pleasure. And I had the privilege of spending a day with Wayne at QVC many, many years ago. Wow. He said to me, you know, um, I want you to be an author and you should come and work with Hay House. And the most beautiful thing is they are my publisher for my new book that's coming out. So it's incredible how the universe works, just like with keto, right? We have a ratio of good fat to protein to carbohydrates. It's the same with our brain. We have to have the ratio of the good thoughts, you know, the different um, wavelengths, if, you know, when you're in theta, when you're, all of that is, it's the same sort of philosophy as I take to a diet. It's like a brain, a brain diet. It is. I, that's so cool about Wayne Dyer. He changed my life. So, I, so you're so blessed to meet him. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. I remember that day so vividly and just spending that time with him, his energy, right? So if you think he has 60,000 thoughts as well, how elevated were his thoughts and his energy and his vibe. You just get sucked into that and you get to go to that same place when you're in his presence. It was, yeah. it was remarkable. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about that. I, we have a few minutes left. I have three more questions for you. This has been really great so far, so thank you. I think I know the answer to this, but what is the most exciting thing that you're, you're working on right now? The most exciting thing that I am working on right now, I think this concept of, of a whole body metabolism, so how our brain metabolizes, you know, what we believe about metabolism is just like a tiny fraction of what it is. So I would say bio-optimization through, through metabolic health. And that's what your book's going to be about, correct? Yeah, I, I think it's the most exciting thing. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited about that, too. What are you most grateful for today? Oh, my goodness. So today was the first day of school. I have four children, as I mentioned, and I'm so grateful that I had the privilege, you know, to just be part of their lives and bring them to school and see them playing with the other kids. And I have so much gratitude for that. What a blessing. So there's no excuses for anybody out there because look what all the things that you're doing with four children. No excuses for others. Next, last question, final question of this interview. What is your definition of perfect health? Perfect health. Um, my definition, well, I try to stay away from the word perfect. As a perfectionist, I was once told <laughs> years ago from my therapist, you know, can't go into that perfect place. So let's remove the word perfect. What's your definition of health? Health. It's like this place where we have the privilege to utilize our body to bring us, you know, all of the incredible experiences that life is. So health for me is just being able to really use this, this incredible opportunity that we have within our physicality to experience everything that's in the world. Beautiful. Yeah, it's here. It's designed for us. We just have to use it. Naomi, I want to acknowledge you for the incredible work that you're doing. I had a lot of fun on this interview. It's going to help so many people. I love what you shared. Your book, Glow 15, definitely pick that up. I'm going to put all the links for Naomi's work in the, in the notes of this podcast and on the YouTube video. But I want to acknowledge you because you go the extra mile. You have high integrity. You're a sweetheart. I, I love your work. 
And everything that you're doing has helped me so much with my work and the people that I educate. So I want you to know that. And I want to say just thank you so much for what you do in this world. That means so much to me. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It's, an, it's been awesome getting to know you as well. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode with the amazing Naomi Whittle. I had a lot of fun chatting with her. You could tell she's just so much fun to be around and she knows what she's talking about. And thank you, first and foremost, for getting through this whole interview. Make sure you go to the notes of this podcast and you get the screening of The Real Skinny on Fat for free. Go claim that. Also, if you have not gotten my 12-page ebook designed to teach you how to burn fat, and follow the keto diet and fasting the right way, head over to www.ketokickstartguide.com. Go claim that guide for free. And also subscribe to the Keto Camp YouTube channel. We have five brand new videos being released on that channel every week over at youtube.com slash keto camp. If this podcast was helpful to you and you found some value in this podcast, make sure you leave it a rating and review. On iTunes, it really makes a big difference. If you've gotten any value, to go ahead and just do that. It takes 30 seconds, and I want to thank you in advance for doing that. Stay tuned for more episodes of the Keto Camp Podcast. We release three brand new episodes every single week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So set a reminder, click that refresh button, and see us, because we're going to keep updating with amazing information all about keto, fasting, longevity, and performance. Thanks so much for listening to this entire episode through. You will hear me on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.